Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's topic is death. Let's talk about it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I want to start off this podcast with another listener shout out, and this one's from Helping of Happiness. And this listener wrote, I love hearing Lisa's insights. I feel so calm when I listen to her and learn so much through these episodes. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Helping of Happiness, for taking the time to leave a review. Um, Helping of Happiness, actually, she has her own podcast, and it's amazing. She covers a lot of great topics. So um, if you're interested, find her where you listen to podcasts. She's Helping of Happiness. Okay, so on to the topic of death. Let's talk about it. So you probably saw that topic and you're like, oh, Lisa, that's a little morbid. And the reason that I decided to do a podcast on death is because in the month of September, I had different encounters related to maybe clients at work or in just my personal life with other relationships with other people where there has been death and grieving. And back when I was in school in my master's program, one of my internship experiences was with an organization in Arizona called New Song Center for Grieving Children. And I loved the experience I got to have with working for this organization. They are designed to support families who have had a loved one that has died. What they do is they offer this, and it's a free program, they offer it to families that have had somebody that died, and the biggest focus is to support the children and teenagers who are going through the grieving process, because what they found is that when kids are supported through this process and they're allowed to grieve and to process it, they're less likely to get into maladaptive behaviors later in life because they process this death. And so that is where I learned a lot about death and about grieving. It helped me also in being able to understand the experiences other people were having with death and grieving. And it also helped me to understand my personal experiences with death because I've had various family members um, and also miscarriages and a stillborn um, that I experienced that I didn't understand. I didn't know how to deal with earlier in life. So that's why, that's why I wanted to talk about this today. Again, I feel like this is kind of a taboo subject in the sense that many people don't know what to say around death and grieving, or they don't want to talk about death when it has happened. So I've got a few ideas to consider related to death that I want to share with you today. So the first one is to give an opportunity to somebody to talk about their loved one that's died. And maybe it's even you that are experiencing a death and giving yourself that opportunity to talk about it. When somebody is asking how you're doing, you can let them know, hey, I'm really grieving and I'm really missing whoever the person is because we have this great connection, or maybe you didn't have this great connection. You're grieving that you didn't have it. So whether it's somebody you know that has had a loved one that died, or maybe it's you, you can ask questions. So some of those questions can look like this. What was a favorite memory with your loved one? What kinds of things did did they like to do? 
what would you want me to know about your loved one that died? Or what would you, what was something that's really cool about them? What is their favorite food? What was their favorite place to visit or vacation? Did they have a favorite TV show? What was their favorite movie? Did they have a favorite joke that they like to tell? So you might be thinking as I'm talking about these different types of questions that if you ask them that, it, that they may feel sad. When you ask these questions and you're asking, you know, to learn more about their loved one that died, you may see tears, but in my experience, most people are going to want to talk about their loved one that died or the level that they do want to talk about. It may be different depending on like your relationship with the person and how close you are. And so you may have to just gauge that by their reaction. But some of these questions are pretty casual questions that you can ask. And most people want to be able to remember their loved one that died. And that's why they'll want to answer it and talk about it. A question that I learned that maybe is not so helpful to ask is ones related to how the loved one died. Sometimes people don't want to talk about some of those specific details related to their death. And if they do... Sometimes they'll bring it up and they'll talk about it. The next thought is things to avoid saying to somebody when they've had a loved one that's died. The first one is they're in a better place. The second is God needed them. This one, you know, depending on someone's spiritual beliefs, if they believe in God, this one can really be a loaded loaded thing to say because the thought that God needed them kind of makes it sound like it discounts that maybe we wanted to have them here. And I just feel like that's not one that's very helpful. The next one is everything will be okay. When someone's grieving, they may not feel like everything's okay. And it's okay to not feel that way. It's okay to feel distressed and feel grief and just to feel sadness and maybe feel like things feel really terrible right now. And then the last one was it must have been their time. That's the fourth one not to say to people who have had a loved one that has died. We want to maybe make things better. When we know someone's suffering or they're grieving, we might want to say things like this because we are trying to help them feel better. And often it's because we are uncomfortable with death and we're uncomfortable with seeing somebody else grieving and struggling. And so that's our natural inclination is to want to make them feel better. It's best to just let them be able to grieve and support them in whatever ways that you feel like might be helpful. Let them experience whatever emotions they're feeling. And you can even encourage them to feel their emotions and to let them know it's okay to be feeling whatever way they're feeling. Okay, the third idea to share is that sometimes when there's a death, this kind of ties back into the other one that we want to comfort people, we want to support them. And we might say a phrase like, if there's anything you need, just let me know. And we say that because we don't know how to support them. We don't know what they need. And so we're kind of saying, hey, if you need something, let me know. But often they don't even know what they need because they're so distressed about the grief. They can't even think clearly. Their brain is probably going to be foggy. So here's something that could be one thing that you can do to support them is offer some things that you are willing to do. So you could say that to them like, hey, I, you know, I'd like to be able to help you. I'd like to support you. Would you like me to make a dinner for you? Or would you like me to watch your children sometime next week? Or maybe it's, 
hey, I could come in and I could clean your home or I could take you to lunch sometime. Or maybe it's, hey, I can, if you would like me to, um, I could come and, you know, help with, or I could come and do your yard work, or I can come in and, or I can bring a dinner to your family. So just kind of think about the different things you're willing to offer and then just give them a choice of like, here's some different things that I can do to support you or help you. Maybe they'll take you up on it. Maybe they won't. But just being able to offer some specific things, then that gives them some things to think about like, hey, yeah, actually, I would really like to go to lunch so that we can talk about this or having a dinner brought in so I don't have to think about cooking. Yeah, I really would like that. So that's the third thing is just to be able to be specific about what you're offering when you're wanting to support. And then the fourth idea that I have to share is related to the stages of grief. Most people are probably familiar with this or they've heard before that there's stages of grief and they start with denial, then anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. It's taught in a way that it's kind of a linear process that first you're going to go through denial, then you're going to feel anger, then you might bargain, then you might feel depression, and then you get to the point of accepting. This can happen for some people where it becomes more linear In my experience, it's not linear. What these stages look like is kind of, if you were to look at a piece of paper and you were to scribble all over it, that's what grief's going to look like. That's what the stages of grief may look like. You may have one day that you notice maybe you're feeling better or the person that you are supporting is feeling better and and you start to think, oh good, they're doing better. They're starting to you know, get into a better place. And then another day comes and they're a puddle on the floor. They're falling apart. This is part of grieving and that process. It's messy. It's not always linear. So in 1998, which was over 22 years ago, my mom died. Most days now I'm fine. And there's a lot of acceptance for me related to her death. It doesn't cause me a lot of distress anymore. But there are still random moments that I will that will come up where I just really miss her or I find myself missing the life that I felt that I should have had with my mom. Or sometimes I even find myself grieving that she's not getting to see my children and my grandchildren now. And that's grief. It it still can come up years and years later. And just to be able to be aware of it when it comes up and just know this is grief this is just how I'm feeling right now. And to allow for that, it's understandable that we grieve when we have had a loved one that's died because this means that they meant something to us or that they played a significant role in our lives. That's all that I have for today. I will see you next week on the Mamas in the Life podcast.